I'm Nikki Hardy, and this is Chemo Chair Prayers. I'm so glad you're here. Hold on, let me take that back for just a hot second, because this is a podcast for anyone who's heard the words, it's cancer. So if that's you or someone you love, I am so sorry. I just hate that for you. So yes, I kind of wish you weren't here. But I'm also super glad you're here, because if you're struggling to keep fear and worry at bay, to trust God no matter what, or simply need a little faith boost and to feel God's loving arms around you, you are in the right place. I lost both my mum and sister to cancer and was then diagnosed myself just six weeks after losing my sister. I know all too well how cancer robs us of so much. The certainty of who and whose we are, how to pray when we have no words, the future we planned and imagined, not to mention the strength, peace, trust, and yep, even the joy and laughter we long for. So if you don't want to merely survive cancer, but long to thrive in the midst of it, take a seat, grab your cup of tea, let your shoulders relax, and allow me to lead you through a short story and a prayer using our guided format with the acronym TRUST, followed by a simple practical invitation to experience God's loving presence now and in the days ahead. Welcome to Chemo Chair Prayers, and as always, I'm your host, Nikki Hardy, and I've got some breaking news for you today, so hang in until the end when I'll be telling you more about that. But first, and in a very related topic, today we're talking about uncovering purpose in our pain. Because if you're anything like me, you've wondered what the point of all this pain is. Surely it's for something. It can't all be for nothing, can it? James says... Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That's James 1, 2-4. To be honest, I've always found this verse quite tricky. It's a great verse to recite in hindsight, or to someone else, but when you take a long, hard look, right in the middle of your hardest, darkest moments, not so much. And it's not the easiest verse in the Bible to live out or to make reality. Quite honestly, I'd rather find other ways to learn perseverance, maybe by persevering through 100 chocolate chip cookies or walking 10 miles in sun-drenched open meadows with my two wonderful golden doodles. I don't know, something a bit less, well, you know, painful. So what's the deal? Is this what our pain and suffering are all about? Well, before we jump in, I do want to say I don't believe God causes suffering. I don't think God sent your cancer as a test of your faith or so that you do something for him. That's not what this is saying, and it's definitely not who God is. God isn't sitting up in heaven thinking, hmm, I really need Nikki to learn some perseverance and grow in her faith more. And goodness knows, I really need her to write a book and start a podcast for people with cancer. I know, I'll give her cancer. That should do it. That will really test her faith and 10x her perseverance levels. No, guys, that is not how it works because it's theological nonsense. Suffering tests our faith in the same way a screaming toddler tests our patience. 
The toddler isn't sent to test your patience, even though I admit it does feel that way sometimes. But our patience is naturally stretched when a two-year-old lies on the floor kicking and screaming, refusing to listen and generally having a public meltdown in the middle of the checkout line. Ask me how I know. Anyway, our faith is stretched and pulled way beyond where it's been before when our pain is more than we've endured before. The testing of our faith is the consequence of our pain, not the cause. Do you hear me? I really hope so. Because how we see our pain, which is so often shaped by how we see God, which in turn is shaped by our pain, you get the cycle that we get in? How we see our pain and how we see God in our pain changes everything. Most of all, it changes how we walk in and through our pain. Okay, now we've got that straight and I've had my little pet peeve soapbox moment. Let's dive in. If you've been hanging around chemo chair prayers for a while or you've read my book, Breathe Again, you know I've had more than my fair share of, as James would say, trials of any kind. And if I've learned anything through it all, it's unfortunately that James is right. Trials and pain will build perseverance and we will mature in our faith to such a point that we lack nothing as we go through it, but only on one condition. We must let it. We must lean in and let it do its work. I love the message paraphrase of this scripture. It says, Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colours. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work. So you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. Let it do... Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. And to be sure, I don't think we should take Eugene Peterson's paraphrase to mean we shouldn't pray for healing or seek medical treatment. Here he's talking about getting out of the work God is doing in us as a result of our cancer. Because God is always doing something. He's always drawing us closer to him always showing us more of who he is and who we are in him, always releasing us into our gifts and calling us onwards in Christ Jesus. So first up, we need to not shy away from the work he's doing in us. That's the purpose that comes out of our pain, the work to mature us and to grow us. Maybe for you that means growing in patience with your family or coming back to God after the years of going it alone. Perhaps it's asking for wisdom in your treatment and the strength to walk that out. Studies show that one of the biggest stumbling blocks to believing in God is the whole issue of pain and suffering. We ask, what kind of God allows suffering? How can God be good and loving and allow all this to happen? But when you ask people when their faith has grown most, they say that it's through their suffering that their faith has grown, strengthened and deepened most of all. So again, we're not talking about God sending us cancer to achieve his purpose, but the purpose that has the potential to come out of our pain. These things are good, good things that so often wouldn't be produced without the squeezing of our faith through the trials and the pain. But how do we find them? How do we uncover these deep things. You know me, I'm all about the how-tos. How do we work out these things practically in our lives? Well, the key is always to ask ourselves 
two questions. And Al and I have started calling these two questions to live by. They're simply, what is God saying? And am I willing to do it? Whatever decision we're trying to make, whenever we're in a conversation, reading the Bible, praying, these two questions will always lead us to more, more of what God has for us. These questions will always work to uncover the purposes God has for us, either long-term or right in that moment. So my friend, as you allow perseverance to do its work, will you listen in from the midst of the fog of your exhaustion and overwhelm, from the darkness of your fear and worry, will you listen in to what God might be saying and ask yourself whether you're willing to do it? Because when we ask ourselves these questions, when we lean into them and walk them out in the strength Jesus gave us, that's when, I believe, we'll be able to consider it pure joy whenever we face trials of many kinds, because we know that the testing of our faith produces perseverance. And as we let perseverance finish its work, we know we'll mature and grow in completeness until we're not lacking anything. That's the purpose God has for us. When I just talk about it over a podcast and I say to you, just lean in, let the pain and suffering do its work, let it produce perseverance. Just simply ask yourself these questions. What is God saying and am I willing to do it? That's where you uncover the purpose in your pain. But I know that I know that I know it's not as easy as that. So I want to encourage you to listen in and lean in because God is good. Before we take time to pray together, I wanted to take a minute to catch you up on some of the plans and purposes that God's been working out in our lives that affect the podcast. The breaking news that I was talking about at the beginning. We have always tried as best we can to live by these two simple questions. And as you probably know, the answers to those questions led us to moving here to Charlotte, North Carolina 15 years ago to come and plant a church. That plant is now a thriving church here in Charlotte called City Church Charlotte. Well, over the last year or so, we have continued to ask these questions in every part of our lives. And God has made it super clear that it's time for Al to step down as lead pastor. As I record this, we're about to have our last Sunday. And I can most definitely say that in the sadness, there is purpose and excitement for what's ahead, both for us and the church. The trouble is, we personally have no idea what that is. All God seems to be saying right now is wait, rest, pray, be still. So that's the plan. For a couple of months over the summer, we are taking a sabbatical to lean further into these two questions for ourselves to see what purpose God has for us. Like I said, over the last 15 years, there have been wonderful highs, but also deep, deep lows. So we're looking to uncover the next phase of his purpose in all that as we step away. So really, this episode is just as much for me as it is for you. All I know is that it will be good for you, for me, for City Church, because his plans are always good and always so much better than ours, and that in one way or another, they will be shaped by the trial and the suffering we've been through. 
because the trials have grown our faith and because we now have gifts, wisdom, insight and depth of faith and yes, perseverance and maturity we didn't have before. So what does that mean for Chemo Chair Perez? What does that mean for you as you head into the summer of listening? Well, it simply means I'll be taking a bit of a break over the summer and we'll be dropping down from a weekly episode to a fortnightly one, or as Americans like to say, every two weeks. (laughs) Fortnightly, I think, is an English expression. But we'll alternate between interviews on chemo chair chats in episodes where we dive into questions that I get to ask of other people who've been where you are. And I'll remind you in other episodes of snippets from our most played episodes, because these are the questions I get from people over and over again. So let me encourage you, keep listening, keep leaning in, and may you let perseverance finish its work. And in doing so, may you become mature and complete, not lacking in anything. We get a moment now to pray for each other, and I get to pray over you, And you get to make these prayers your own and pray them for yourself. We pray through our TRUST acronym, thanking God for who he is, resting in his presence, unburdening our hearts, surrendering our hopes, fears and needs. And lastly, we take him at his word. And if you want to download a bookmark with this prayer trust guided format on it, you can do so at chemochairprayers.com. And if you are new to chemo chair prayers or you've just been diagnosed, I have a helpful listening guide for people who've just been diagnosed that you can download at nikkihardy.com slash just diagnosed. Okay, friends, let's pray. We'll start by thanking God for who he is and what he's done. Lord, I thank you today that you have good, good plans for every single one of us. Even when the pain screams louder than anything else, you have not forgotten a single person. You still have good plans to draw closer to them, to comfort them, to strengthen them, to grow them, to mature them. And maybe for some, to work out your purposes, to be your hands and feet here on earth. So Lord, I thank you that you are good and your plans and purposes are always good, even when life isn't. Now take a moment to make that prayer your own. Now, let's take a moment to rest in his love. Lord, you are so, so good. And Lord, we take a moment to rest in your boundless, reckless, enormous, high, wide, deep and long love. And for those of us who find it difficult to simply be still and rest and be loved, Lord, I pray that you would give them all they need to know and feel and be still in your love. Can I invite you to take a few extra moments now and rest in his presence and his love. Now let's unburden our hearts. Lord, cancer comes with so many burdens. 
fear and worry, pain, grief, loss, uncertainty, unknowns. Lord, there is so much from financial need to worrying about our kids, to worrying about how much time we have left, what is going to happen at our next scan. And Lord, we give it all to you. We unburden our need to find purpose and we place it in your hands. Can I encourage you that whatever is burdening you, whatever is weighing you down today, take a moment to tell God all about it. He knows about it. He feels your pain and the weight you are carrying. And it doesn't change how he feels about you. Now let's surrender these to him. Lord, we've been carrying these things by ourselves for so long. And once again, we try and we put them at the foot of your cross. Forgive us for the times we've picked them up. Forgive us for the times that we have carried them when you are walking right beside us and you say your burden is light. That we need to come to you for rest. So we do that now, Lord. We lay these burdens and these worries, these fears, the unknown, we give them to you. Trusting that you are good, as are your plans and purposes, even when we can't see them. Can I invite you to do that in your own words, with your particular things that you need to surrender and give over to God today? Now, let's take him at his word. Lord, walking in the truth of who you say you are, who you say we are, and that you have plans for us, you are the one who calls and you are faithful and you are doing it. Lord, we believe, help our unbelief. We trust, help our lack of trust. But today, Lord, we stand in your word. Even as we stand in the pain and the unknown, even as we stand in the exhaustion and the nausea, Lord, we stand in the truth of who you are. We stand in the truth of your promises. And Lord, we stand in the truth of whose we are. And we pray these things in your precious name. Amen. You've been listening to Chemo Chair Prayers with me, Nikki Hardy. And my prayer is that this has given you one more way to discover that with God, life doesn't have to be pain-free to be full. And then go live it. Yes, life can be hard, really hard. And while God never promised us a perfect life, free of heartache and worry, he did promise us a full, abundant life. And the truth is, it's not off in the future somewhere waiting for us when our cancer's over. Nope, the life he has for us might not be all we'd planned and imagined, but it is full of intimacy, connection, love, laughter and peace, right in the midst of all we're going through. I always say thriving is a team sport, so please know we are in this together. And I'd love to hear how you're doing and how Chemo Chair Prayers has helped you in your journey. So why not come over to the Chemo Chair Prayers website, 
which is not just where some of the best discussions happen, but it's also where you can download a copy of your trust-guided prayer format in a handy-dandy bookmark. You'll also find me on Instagram and Facebook, so do come and say hello over there. Now, did you know that there are over 1.8 million people diagnosed with cancer each year? So if you found any encouragement from listening to Chemo Chair Prayers, would you hit subscribe and leave a five-star review so others journeying through cancer can find it as well? Then why not recommend it to a friend who's been diagnosed, your cancer support group, or even your oncologist? And remember, my friend, you are loved and seen. And you've got this because he's got you. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen.